Hi, I'm Isra Kwonga. And I'm Ryan Hunt. And we co-host Stadio, a football podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. Twice a week, Musa and I talk about the goings-on in men's and women's football around Europe and sometimes around the world. We like to zoom in, we like to zoom out, we like to make some silly references. So if you like soccer or football, make sure you search for Stadio, a football podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Think we got it? Yep, that's good. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. The world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back. G Pete during the new, 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 new era of professional wrestling. Um, excited to be here from New York City, your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, joining me in Philadelphia. The physically strong. Oh, yes. And physically large. S oh, yeah. to the G to the G. What's going on, fellas? And the physically small, as he's as he's often known. Um, down since day one-ish. The 35 at 35 Dipperstein. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's rock and roll. Here we you go. Are- Here we go. Here we go. Let's let's rock and roll like one of those Fakakta sushi rolls that you love to order. <laughs> a rock and roller coaster roll. A rock and roller coaster <laughs> sashimi express. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> You're uh, making well, fun of my sushi. My sushi preferences already. It's so early for that for sushi uh, rocking. I think this went past making fun. <laughs> I want to hear from uh, from Troy. Uh, about his observations of uh, Dipper Lago and and sort of some of the you know the machinations of his of his visit I'll, I'll, here and, me, and some of the things he noticed. Good idea, Dip. I'll I'll take it from here. Um, <laughs> Troy the Goy, fresh off your trip to. Are you still there? No, I just rolled away from the Boston airport to the Spotify offices here in uh, by by Quincy Market. Okay, so what can you tell us about your time at Dipper Lago? <sighs> I mean, I knew when I pulled up there last Wednesday and I saw the coasters, I knew that I was in for a special treat here. When you have coasters that say Stay Mage and Dipper Steam, when you've got a Stay Mage doormat, listen, I didn't know Stay Mage was an international movement. I thought it was just a phrase that you guys threw around, but it is splattered artwork, coasters. I mean, it defines Dipper Lago. Stay Mage is everywhere. So that was the first thing that caught my attention. It's a lifestyle. I, w- <laughs> I wasn't going to go up to the third floor. 
So the second floor is the guest floor. I was under the impression that the third floor is just Dip's bedroom. I don't want to go up to Dip's bedroom. I don't want to be much more around with what's going on up there. But curiosity, I like adventure. I, I like exploring. I said, I'm going up to the third floor. I have to know what's going on up there. It's the most mage floor to hold. But I go up to the third floor. My mind is blown. This is the most mage floor I've ever seen. Have you ever seen so many bottles of Fireball? Seven, eight bottles of Fireball, which is, which is my liquor of choice. Any alcoholic drink that you could ever want. LaCroix. I'm not even a LaCroix guy. And I had a bunch of LaCroix while I was at the Berlago. Right. I mean, the light fixtures dropping down from the ceiling. Dip oh, yeah, sure. loves to play with changing the colors of the lights. The TV, a man doesn't need a TV this big, but I enjoyed watching some UFC fights with him this past weekend. I mean, Dipper Lago, I could go on and on. The accommodation. You already have gone on and on. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, the message, the text you're raving message. And ra- you're ranting and raving. You're <laughs> Kanye and Jace right now. Have you ever received this text <laughs> message, Peter? What? The welcome text oh, message. Oh, the welcome. No, I got one originally, but it was it was an original one. Now, you know, because they've been now it's become a hotel. Dip has the official stock email. Welcome to Dipper Lago. The passcode is blank. The Wi-Fi is this. You'll find this here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's amazing. Now, that wasn't the only interesting experience Troy the Goy had this weekend. He also had a, a dinner experience with uh, myself, Dipperstein, our friend Scott Ratner. Uh, we went to catch. In Los Angeles, what was your what were your impressions of catch? This was an interesting night because it's when we got to really appreciate the fact that, as you put it, you don't eat food for enjoyment. You only eat it for fuel. Correct. Um, the only the only items that he ordered in our because like uh, SGG, I don't know if you've been to catch, but it's no. like it, it's small plates. Essentially, right? Everyone kind of shares. You, you get a everything lot of- is meant to be shared. Everything, yeah, everything you know comes out from the kitchen when it's done. Right? You can't course it's- anything out. It's one of these okay. blah 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 blahs. Yeah, of course it is. So it's one of those things, overpriced but very good. Like one of those situations, right? Okay. Tro- we ordered uh, all kinds of different things. There was uh, a couple of different hand rolls and regular sushi rolls. Um, then we moved across to like think. Wait, oh, I thought we were going to hear Dips Lacroix open, but we didn't hear it. We didn't. You didn't hear it. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know why. Um, so we got all kinds of different things. Troy ordered the spinach, and what was the other one? Crispy cauliflower, and the crispy <laughs> cauliflower, which was one of the best. It was delightful. The crispy cauliflower. Wait, wait, let me just interrupt and just say. The cauliflower industry in the last few years must oh, be just blown up, booming off. and booming and booming. Everyone's eating cauliflower. It has replaced broccoli as the preeminent tree adjacent vegetable. If you bought oh, cauliflower yeah. stock in 2019 and just held, oh yeah, your pockets are looking great right now. Oh. Buffalo cauliflower, uh, cauliflower, uh, pizza. cauliflower, cauliflower rice. Salads. Cauliflower uh, pizza. Cauliflower pizza crust. Cauliflower yeah. pizza. I mean, I don't know where they're growing all this cauliflower. It, I'll tell you what. The crispy cauliflower at Catch was amazing. And if you want to know just how A-list a night it was for Troy the Goy out on the town, we ran into the one and only A-lister himself, the Miz and Maurice at dinner. I mean, that's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know you're doing a proper Los Angeles night when you run into the A-lister. Troy, of course, we say hello to the Miz. We're chatting him up. He walks away, dips. Uh, Troy's like, uh, who, who the hell is that guy? He's got no, no idea. He no, he knew idea. who the Miz was. No, yes, he, he did. you didn't know it was I, him. I mean, I know the name, but had you not said, oh, that's the Miz. I, no the idea. Miz looks so famous, doesn't he? He does. Have a I think he does. Oh, well, he's been famous for a very long time. He just it's oozes like pushing fame. 20 years now, right? Yeah. Maybe more. Now, SGG, do your roots in reality television go back to you even watching that run of? Oh um, yeah, I watched. I watched that run of the Miz on on Real World New York. And like you, did you? And you were like, "Oh, this guy really wants to be a wrestler." I was like, "This guy has no shot." That's what I thought. Never gonna happen. <laughs> Listen, everyone who watched him in New York when he went to go buy that replica title, and then he he came back to the crib and he had like the the split personality thing going. It was like. 
this is good TV, but he has no shot. Especially Yo. me being a WWE fan at the time, too. Right. I was like, there's no way that what's happening over here. What is it, like, 02, 01, 02? Yeah, I want to say 01, 02. I was like, there's no way what he's doing on MTV is going to translate over to what I'm seeing on Monday Night Raw. Yo, listen. SmackDown. I'm no going to tell you this right now. The Miz is, in terms of where he came from, what he wanted to do, and where he landed, the Miz is one of the most successful people I've ever met. Yeah. I don't and he's a great guy. Thank you, Dev. Andy's a great guy. I don't think you could do any better than becoming a multi-time champion. He's won every title, right, SGG? Yeah, he has. He's won every title, I think, twice. He's a two-time Grand Slam. So he's won every single title multiple times. He married a talented, awesome, beautiful WWE superstar. He, He has a beautiful family. He has a reality show. He'll be a WWE legend forever. He has a move set that is such that he'll be able to work till for a very long time if he wants. So he can retire at the traditional age for for everybody working a regular job if you want to with that. Right. Well, which, by the way, is the traditional age for a lot of people in wrestling too. <laughs> right, <laughs> about, sure. about seventy something years yeah. old. So, uh, anyway, so shout out anyway. to him. what a guy. And so, so you know, Troy got to experience a typical LA menu. That catch, you know, the, yep. the, the tartar, the carpaccio, the albacore, uh, albacore. the onions, the truffle drizzle, blah, 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 I like blah, the blah, truffle. Blah. I like the truffle albacore carpaccio. Oh, yeah. The truffle albacore carpaccio tartar. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. The carpaccio tartar. Yeah. He got the whole experience. <laughs> creamy and, oh, shrimp, of- creamy buffalo shrimp, creamy this, creamy that. The seared bluefin, the the you know, and the then night before, rice. the night before at the release, the the two K uh, twenty three PGA Tour two K twenty three release party, uh, we got to hit some golf balls with with Baron Corbin and Kathy Kelly and Dolph Ziggler. You're in that game, uh, right? I'm not in the game. I'm only yeah, in the commercial. I, I, a I lot of people. There was a lot player. of people there with uh, cameras following them around. We're not sure why. A lot of people being filmed for their own benefit. I think they could have. It could have. You guys didn't have a camera crew follow you around. We should have. I think it was just behind the scenes for the event. I will never let you do that. Okay. What? Let me just say that. Okay. As your agent, you're one of your best friends. I will never let a random camera crew follow you around. That's what if we're doing a documentary? Well, if it's a, yeah, it's not a random camera crew. Then it'll be know. like a profe- like a whole professional operation. I'm not just, oh, it's, oh, it can't it, just be it. a guy with the camera. You yeah, know. You, not, it's not going to be Tony the Jabroni. You're not going to, no, it's not going to be Tony <laughs> the Jabroni filming you dapping people up. Look who he's dapping up here. Look who he's dapping up there. It's just filming dapping. A dap filmer. A dapping filmer. By the way, do you know on, on a really like somewhat serious and dark note related to that, a dap filming? The last time I ever saw the late, great Nipsey Hussle, there was absolutely a camera crew filming Depps. And I ran into him All-Star Weekend yeah. at the at a hotel, and we had a fantastic Dapp in the middle of the hotel lobby. A one fan- of the great Dapps. Oh, one of the great Dapps. Is there anything hug. more fulfilling than a great Dapp? No. And, and by the way, thanks to the fact that there was random Dapp coverage now it's been documented forever now, I, well but I, I don't know if i'll ever see it but i know it exists that that By footage way, exists r.i.p nipsey hustle but the, you you that that would be a great mockumentary filming what? just like a just like a just dapping yeah just a whole dapping documentary <laughs> yeah a documentary of dapping call that shit rap daps and it's the just history of dapping? different interviews the history of rap dap <laughs> um, all right, guys, we should get into the pro wrestling of it all, shouldn't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, we, S- we've been watching wrestling for years, haven't we? SGG, anything going on outside the ring? Um, there's three three interesting pieces of news that I saw from the I'll past be the judge. Week. <laughs> um, the first one, uh, Renee Paquette signed to AEW. I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, the news must have broke either just after we finished recording or, or we must have missed it. But she's officially all elite. Not a shocking development. No, considering I think last week we talked about Dean Ambrose or Dean Moxley or John Moxley, excuse me, his uh his five year extension. So you 
you know, if he's going to be over there for life, you have to think that it was a matter of time that it is. I thought she did. I, I thought she she looked great. And she did a tremendous job. She. Uh, well, I, I mean, of course. I mean, yeah, she's she's fantastic talent. I mean, I. She did recently. There was r- reports recently that she had shot something with WWE. So I guess she made a decision to go full time all elite. It could have um, been just that that uh, Fighter Prince uh, rivals is what I'm thinking it was. Yeah, an episode of Rivals. Yeah, it could have been just an episode of Rivals, which it, I mean it, that doesn't mean been. you need to be signed to WWE to do that. Like I feel like anybody can do True. that. True, and maybe she can still do things like that. That that is a good point. It does seem like the working relationship here is better than it's been in, with competition in the past. Um, don't know if the first interview I would have given her. I understand it was Canada. Don't know if the first interview I would have given her would be Christian Cage. Um, but listen, that speaks to what the AEW issues are in general. Like everything they do, I'm always like, why this person right now? What? Why am I getting this? The okay. hometown. Listen, it, the, if you go to an AEW show, you just have to think that there's going to be like a big hometown crowd yeah, that's true up, and that's going to be the moment of the night is that you're going to get your like city moment they treat it like a non-televised show a lot that's my problem because yeah. you're right SG in person it works but oh, on yeah. tv you're like what okay all right SG, what else story number two um humberto garza senior uh passed away now i'll have to admit i didn't know a lot about this gentleman in particular but um he is the father of former wcw wrestler Hector Garza. So if anybody's on like a, a Monday Nitro rewatch and they, they hit like 97, 98, 2000s, the name of Hector Garza might might sound familiar. And then if you're an avid SmackDown watcher, he's the grandfather of uh, WWE's Los Lotharios, mm. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. He was um, in his 80s. Uh, he was born in 1937 and he passed away, I believe it was two days ago. Mm. So RIP to... WCW's words, Mexican wrestling legend, Humberto Garza Sr. Wow. WCW's words? WWE's words, excuse me. There you go. Yeah. This is t- this has been a tough start for SUG. He said uh, Dean Ambrose Moxley. D- Dean Moxley. Listen, if he ever comes back, man, Dean Moxley it might be <laughs> might be the way to go. Could Dean Ambrose Moxley. And <laughs> then uh, WWE's day one was canceled. This was oh, first yeah. reported by Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics. Um, treated as a rumor until I believe the official word came out later that it was canceled mm-hmm. and that there will not be um, another show taking its place. It won't be rescheduled or anything like that. It's, it's straight up canceled. And so between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, there will not be a premium live event. Crazy. Such a, it's a really long gap there. Um yeah, I think it was a combination, from what I'm hearing, a combination of things. Um, the date not being a, an ideal one, um, it, it being like a Sunday, so you'd have football, right? It would yeah. the thirty the the day one would be on a Sunday, which would be a football day. So you, that's a problem. If you try to go the night before, you're up against college football championships. If you try to go, and also the fir- the day before is not day one, it's day <laughs> three hundred sixty five. That's it's, a it's not day one. Now, now that I think about Bro. this, I, we have to do this dapping mockumentary, <laughs> rap daps. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got to figure out somebody to to, to produce this for us. We, we, uh, this is a must, and by it would way, go could, so well with you. It's so you. you. Could, by the way, you could do you could do it without even shooting anything like you could just go on youtube and cut together the i know the the dap mockumentary <laughs> um so yeah i think it was a multitude of things i'm a little disappointed though i was looking forward to it and that's a long gap man survivor series so i like long- it i like a long gap in between pay-per-views i like a i like first of all that one is one of the best the build from you know survivor series to to royal rumble is and by the way, you know, it also before adds, we start the road to WrestleMania, you're right. And it also adds pressure to Survivor Series to be like, no, you have to make this feel like a big four pay-per-view. Yeah, this is the exclamation point right here. Yeah, because it didn't. Listen, let's be realistic, guys. For a long time, it's kind of felt like Survivor Series has fallen even behind money in the bank. And it was kind of the fifth pay-per-view this year. It, Survivor Series gets an opportunity to really jump out into the forefront with it being the last pay, uh, premium live event. 
prior to the Rumble. So it'll be interesting. That's Boston, by the way, Survivor Series. So that's it, SGG. That's all I have for for Outside the Ring news. All right. Outside the Ring news complete. Uh, Inside the Ring, Bray Wyatt appeared on SmackDown for the first time. I like that they're doing the Bray thing so big that they re-air what he does on SmackDown on Raw. Oh, yeah. That's when you know something is there's something going on. Yeah. You know, I, that's that that segment started. And I said to myself, um, oh, no, this is what's going on here. And then uh, you see him interrupted by the by the devil or the whatever character that is, the white rabbit character on the screen. I said, oh, there's something going on. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. They're, this is going to amount to something mage. And I, I, I watched that promo and I thought back to. um WrestleMania where Sasha Banks and Bianca fought and uh, Bianca's crying in the ring and Sasha and they're looking at the crowd and Rosenberg's first thoughts when we got back to discuss it on Cheap Heat was like, listen, they're pros. As if to say like, you know, they're working. And that's that's why I give the nod to Bray too is because he did the same thing to me on Friday with that promo. Like he comes out, he cuts an emotional promo. um, The fans are hooked. It feels like you know, we're all a part of something. And then when he gets cut off by the character, that's when you know that this is a part of the story. Yep. And I don't know how it's going to manifest itself. If it's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing, even more so than the fiend and the Funhouse Bray or, or what, but um, I'm interested. And, and like I said, he has everybody on the emotional hook already. We were already interested from the searches and the, who's the white rabbit and all of that, and now that we got to see him speak and connect with him, we're back. He got it. He got us again. I will say, um, it felt like you know I watched Raw last night, and it feels like we're kind of at a new inflection point where you have this amazing reset going on with all the storylines, but now you know post Extreme Rules, it's sort of like you know I don't want to be overly critical because I've been so excited about how the product has been in the last you know few months and I've been very be, vocal about that be real, but like dip. I'm I'm a little worried about the Bobby Brock thing I'm not 100% sure how they're going to make that really compelling and actually tell a real story with that the Riddle Seth Rollins thing they sort of recycled for the main event on Raw last night I feel like that's sort of feeling a little bit tired I need the Miz Dexter Loomis thing to sort of come to a a head or I'm going to start to get bored of it. And now post Extreme Rules, I'm feeling a little bit weary of the Judgment Day Mysterio stuff. And I know last week I talked about how amazing it was, but like for some reason, I had a little bit of a feeling this week where I'm like, all right, let's sort of evolve this a little bit, you know, from where it's been. Um, I, I and then on the other hand... Fair. And then on the other hand, you had this Baron Corbin reveal. Um, and I know I'm sure we want to talk about this in detail with JBL. But and then JBL comes out there. He jumps right back in to pro- amazing promo JBL. I mean, the, really one, the guy is one yeah. of the best on the mic ever. He, he jumps right have, back into the character. He did not have a breath that was wrong. Like, I know. Flawless. I know. Um, but then again, the content of what he said, I, I listened to it a couple of times. It didn't quite make sense. <laughs> like it didn't quite amount to what Baron, if you're repackaging Baron Corbin. Right. Why is, what is the, the correlation between these wrestling. two people? Yeah. Why is he right. the modern day wrestling God? Yeah. What, Why? He's bequeathing this this title onto Baron Corbin, which is great and cool. I'm down for that. But I don't know. Maybe have them dress alike or give us more of a reason. I don't know what he was talking about with the Attitude Era and Orn Swoggle, who wasn't even in the Attitude Era. I don't know what, what that <laughs> right. was there. Uh, please try to make sense of that for me. Thank you. I think that's a uh, super reasonable criticism. And I think it could have been easily explained with happy Corbin buying JBL, like paying him off. JBL loves money, right? He starts or, talking about even JBL buying, buying Baron Corbin. Just be like, listen, I'm going to invest in this guy. I'm passing the torch to him. Like he has, 
she's like, I, I, I know how to, I got rich because I, I, I can see futures. Like I, I'm, that's a good point. I like that guy. too. Like, I like that too. Right. I, I think that's smart SGG. I think that's what should have happened. But like he says, Ray Mysterio's gone. And now we have Baron Corbin. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't, Ray Mysterio. Who did he say? Wouldn't have. Well, that was the well, only what thing happened that pop- there. That was the main thing that popped me was that he basically said, "Thank God, Rey Mysterio is finally gone, and and Dominic has like gotten rid of him." Uh, that was that was the thing I probably popped for the most. Though, yes, I like, but I wish that would have went somewhere. I want clearly Dominic, it's not going anywhere. Dominic and JBL together is mage. Yeah, but I, that's not what's happening. No, it's not. Um, and also, does this mean JBL is going to be out? Like he'll be with. Corbin always? Yeah. Yeah. He should. So. He has he's to, back on TV. Like. So you think he's, he's so good. The- I know. I mean, he's like, he picked up the mic. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And he just delivered. Even no, though it he- didn't really make sense what he said. He sounds <laughs> great on the mic. Right. It, it doesn't make sense if you analyze it, but like sentence to sentence, moment to moment, like he, he dug at the crowd. And he's a great orator. Wrestling orator. That's an it's, indicator it's, it's, about what performance is all about, though. Like you can you can make complete sense, and if your delivery is bad, the feeling of it was that it was awful. And in this case, the content of it was whatever, but the delivery was so good. Now, Dip, we do have to talk about updating JBL's uh, suit game yeah. a little bit to the 2020s. It, it fits, you know, old timer wrestler suit pants are very are very. <laughs> there's a lot of fabric. I it's, mean, it looked like it looked like he was in the 2002 NBA draft. It looked like it was it him did, and Tracy did. McGrady. <laughs> <It did. laughs> so yeah, was, I mean, I mean, that was a lot of fabric. Although it was, I, uh, it was, it was tapered, but the 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 width was certainly not paid attention to. And I looked at like older pictures of JBL because I was like, "There's no way his suits have have always fit like this." And like, he's usually like perfectly tailored. You know everything fits. It almost felt it almost felt like like they were negotiating or something, or like he wasn't prepared to be at RAW that day. So he was just like, "That's what it felt like." Yeah, give me what you have. I'll make it work. I I think it's also possible that JBL is just a smaller dude than he used to be, and so it looks extra gargant too. I mean, he's obviously not prime Bradshaw APA jacked version of himself. I don't think he was ever like gargant to fit those pants the way they were cut. Oh. Like. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Andre could have filled those pants. <laughs> exactly. I don't think so. I don't um, think so. I could have man. lived in those pants. I That's the fourth floor um, of the Milago. <laughs> yeah. Um, um let me let's move on. I I, I hold on, we gotta move just... on to Baron's outfit. That's what we have to move Oh, on oh to. Baron's outfit. I've yeah, that's a, a little uh they went for the gear change there for Baron Corbin, like the and I didn't, tight... and I didn't like this. I didn't like the music either. Yeah, the yeah. music was like country, right? It was bad. Yeah, like um, it is what it is. I, I you know, it was, but like something. It's something. Thousand yeah, percent. yeah, yeah. The definition of something adjacent. But I, I like to see JBL out there, like on the mic again. Um, here's the thing. Let's move on to to um a, a new feud that did develop last night in a real way, which I think is probably not veering. It's not going to work, in my opinion. Which mm. is Mustafa Ali and and Seth Rollins. I just don't buy the Mustafa Ali. I don't buy him as a contender to Seth. Seth is just too mage. Not yet. Not yet. What is he going to do that's going to make him feel like a real contender? I don't know. a great wrestling match. Yeah, but I I think that's why it does work, actually. I think physically, physically, they'll go together fantastically. You you think? Seth just feels so much bigger than him. Oh, he's not. Even though he's not. No? No, he's not. Am I I but they're gonna this? they're gonna fly around that ring. It's gonna be amazing to see what they do in the ring together. I okay, my, I think my, the, I, I'm making this up. My prediction, SG, sorry, is that Seth picked him personally. It's Seth, possible. Seth it's was probably possible, like, right? let me let me let me let me get this guy over because this guy's yeah. awesome. Daniel Bryan did he the same awesome. thing, right? It was reported that Daniel Bryan, I think Daniel Bryan came out and said that he handpicked Mustafa Ali for a feud when he was world champion. So he is awesome. It's yeah, why not? Seth picked them up. I wish someone would do this with Ricochet. You know, I've always <laughs> believed in Ricochet. Come on, Ricochet's just as good a wrestler as Mustafa Ali. He is, but I yeah. think the other things don't fall into place the same way. 
Ricochet. Like he, Ricochet he has, has on the mic. Yeah, he cannot. And by the way, I'm looking at them right now next to each other. Dip is right. Rollins does have a good solid. It's like six inches. Uh, no, yeah, he has a solid four inches. I'd say four, five inches, and and thirty pounds. He needs. Right. To, for, let me tell you. In order to get Mustafa Ali over, he needs a real gimmick. Oh my god! I just what? remember something. I just remembered something. I, I can't remember if I told you guys this or not, so I apologize if I hadn't. I just remembered this dip. Uh-huh. Seth see. Rollins. Seth Rollins, the architect. You know him, right? Seth freaking, freaking, freaking. Oh, I, I know freaking. Guess what? He's a Pete guy. <gasps> Is he? Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't suspect that. No. I would think Peter. Nope. He is one of the biggest What's Up Pete guys in the business today. I would wow. imagine Becky you goes think Pete you know people Peter. in this town. <laughs> Sorry, that just popped into my head as I was thinking about it. Oh, no, you, you stop all. Everything needs to stop. If Whenever I remember <laughs> someone is a Pete guy. Oh, yeah. If you recall a- someone being a Pete guy, the conversation ends and we begin again. <laughs> okay. All right. Whew. All right. Good stuff. Um, I, yeah, I think this one will work out, though. I do. I don't. Yeah. But I, I like Mustafa Ali as a as a wrestler. I feel like they need to give him a real personality and this needs to tell a real story. Continuing, you know, as a you know, a continuation of all the great things that they're doing, I think they need to tell a real story between the two of them if they're going to pull it off. Um, because I just feel like I know you feel like their body types are the same and that they're going to be great in the ring, but it just it feels like main eventer versus someone who's not a main eventer yet. Um, so I'm 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 hoping well, and praying that they. Tell that's probably what the point of this is. Yeah, yeah. To, oh, to elevate, elevate. But how many times can he be in that spot? In the in the I'm not a main eventer and I should be because I'm a great wrestler spot. I would argue that this could be it. This is the final the final countdown. This is it. This okay. is the time. Uh, it, it's it's sink or swim time. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. I want to circle back to Brock and Bobby, though, because I, I disagree with you on that one, Dip. I think that that one is going to be mage, because let's be honest. How? This is a, what are they going to do with feud, them? This is a feud that people have been waiting for to get a proper story and a good build um, 
for okay. years. What's for the story years. though? What, tell, tell us what the story's going to be. For, well, Brock attacked Bobby for reasons that we don't know. We probably won't find out, but it almost doesn't know. even, I gotta almost know doesn't why even the matter attack because occurred. now Bobby has a fire lit under his ass. And we saw last night that uh, Bobby manhandled Brock, which we've never seen. We haven't even seen Roman do this on his best day. Just bounce Brock around the way that we saw Bobby do it last night. And I think if they if they give it just a one-off, it's not going to be enough for me. If it's just a crown jewel one-off, it's not going to be enough. But um, a proper feud that leads to something bigger, I'm, I'll be happy with. But it, right now, it's something. It definitely is something right now. I don't know. I, I would argue it's not something. And it's just an attack. We've seen an attack for no reason. And we need to know what, why the attack occurred. Not just because they're two big guys. I need I need more than an attack. Then then this is it feels very Vincey. Just to I, have an attack how occur. About, how about how about how about if we could use the Bobby Brock to get us to the hurt business reunion? Good. Let, I don't let know that if happen. I, and, I don't know if I trust Shelton in that hurt business reunion because Shelton, <laughs> let's remember how close he is to Brock. It might have to be the hurt business without Shelton. That, listen, maybe it's just maybe maybe it's just Bobby with Omos and MVP. Okay. Does Bobby need that though? I just like. Does he physically yeah. need it? I don't know. I, a story. He. I think it could be useful. I don't know. He. I don't know. I, guys, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm, let's let's let, listen. I love Bobby. I love him. I think he's an incredible talent, and I think he would be the first one to agree that he is more interesting when he walks out with MVP. I think I think anyone would agree. His, there's that gimmick that MVP was saying on the show of Bobby, I made your career. I took you to the next level. Yeah, of course it was a work. Bobby got there himself. However, there was truth to the fact that Bobby felt more mage when he started working with MVP. Is that, that that's fair? No. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's accurate. And I think that and and, and I believe can't say it on fact, but I believe Bobby agrees and would love to work with MVP again. Well, did you hear um, Bobby was on Sam Roberts? Did you hear the, the gimmick that he said he pitched to Vince? No, please. About um, him just like he loses a couple of matches, gets depressed, and then starts to gain weight. And like he said he wants to do like 30, 40, 50 pounds to like lose muscle and look fat. <sighs> and then he links up with MVP and MVP is like, nah, yo, you're Bobby. Like, Build him back up, and then you watch him go from muscular to fat, back down to muscular, and then like become the dominator again. But he Dip, wanted MVP Dip. for that gimmick. Dip, would you have popped big if Bobby was so committed to the gimmick that he p legitimately just got fat? <laughs> I ugh, I don't want to see a fat Bobby. But it would be so mage. But see, but see, Dip's reaction right there is exactly yeah. why it would have worked. Dip, like people would have been disgusted, like, "Yo, what's happening to Bobby Lashley? He's losing himself." Blah blah blah. And then when he transforms back, they'll oh, be back. I like that idea, Bob. I like that. So, anyways, mm. maybe we'll maybe we'll end up getting some uh, some hurt business. But I hear what you're saying. Um, I like the idea. No, sorry to interrupt you. I, I like the idea of having like Lesnar in the mid card, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lesnar away I'm from the title. Yeah, yeah, that I do like. I don't think there'll ever be a world where I would describe it as mid card. No, up, we'll say upper mid card. I mean, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not in the championship picture. It's going no. to be. It's go, it's not mid card. The 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 pay per view. It's an in, attraction. Is that what you're going to say? Saudi, you're going to have Roman Logan and Bobby Brock. Those are the two biggest matches of the pay per view. Okay, all right. Don't right? yell at me. You're I'm not yelling. Yell. But am I? I'm right, aren't I? There's the, the, those are going to be one and two. I, I don't yeah, think that maybe. And I think in the case of Roman Logan, that may be even more of an attraction because no one expects Logan Paul to beat Roman Reigns. I don't know. And, Nothing and it happens comes, in these. I, I don't. You know. I just. That's I, where they got to get creative. Where they got to get creative is what do you do to make the Logan Paul thing work to benefit everybody moving forward. It'll work. Yeah, I think they just let him come dangerously close to taking the championship, and then but how Roman beats his ass? How it'll work. Dangerously, it's close. a one-off, dude. It's a one-off. Yeah, they'll 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 make it work. But he it's, shouldn't be able to compete with Roman in a one-off. Well, Roman, not, if Roman's if Roman's toying case. with him, if Roman's toying with him, anybody can, can like like Dip can compete with Roman if Roman's gonna go out there and toy with Dip. 
and dip I his, could, his I all. could compete. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I said it. I, I I'm a biter. It. I believe it. If Roman's going to go out there and not take you seriously and underestimate what 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 the Majin Dipperstein brings to the table, Dip could find Here, a way. Here's here's I'll outsmart him. Here's what I'll say. Exactly. Here's what I'll say. It's not about Logan Paul at Crown Jewel. We know what's going to happen at Crown Jewel with Logan Paul. It's about who is next. Who's next for Roman Reigns? I can't even sit here on the Cheap Heat podcast and predict who will be the next contender to Roman Reigns because he is unbeatable. Good. It's not Bobby. It's not Brock. It's not Seth. It's not Matt Riddle. It's, I have no, it's not, well, hold the, on. It's it not be Bobby Wyatt. It's who is it going to be? I cannot give you a name. And I, I would argue that that is a good thing. That's a good thing. Cause we're yeah, along for the good thing. We're along for the ride, honestly. Like we should we shouldn't be able to map out the whole thing because then then what, can what you is give creative me a doing? name? <laughs> What's creative? Can I get doing a name? Can, do it? can I get a witness? <laughs> um, I mean, listen, Cody's obvious as a potential one. Yeah. We don't know when he's coming back. But but well, it, 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 he's not gonna lose it before then anyway. But we think so Cody it's, it's so it's right. right. We're not, he's Rumble? not gonna lose it before Cody comes back. You have months to go. Do you get a, re- a Logan Paul rematch at Survivor Series? Yes. No, you get a Bloodline nah. Survivor Series match. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's, a, that's it. That's all you got to do there. Then there's no premium live event between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. So you have a returning Cody um, sort of tease the feud until the Rumble. Cody wins the Rumble. Then we get the lead up to WrestleMania in Los Angeles. I believe, I believe Cody. I believe Cody wins the Rumble on that next day on Raw. Makes his this obviously the only decision to make is Roman Reigns. They're in the ring, Cody and Roman. Rock's music hits. Rock comes out. The three of them are in the ring, and they end up deciding. Roman says he can smash them both, and we get a night one with rock and a night two with Cody. I think that's the way to go. I think that's the way it happens. I think we've, we've belabored that on this podcast. Uh, And if, if the wrestling gods are listening, this is how it will happen. Yeah. Lord knows I've been, I've been saying for months, I think even ever since Roman got his hands on both titles that they need to do a night one night two. So y'all know how I feel about that. Here, here's how I predict WrestleMania goes down. I think night one is The Rock and Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns beats The Rock night one and -hmm. then loses the title night two to Cody. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Honestly, I think both are compelling, right? Because like you could have him do night one, Cody, lose the title and then be like mad vulnerable going into The Rock match on Sunday. Or you could have it your way. Well, think, think about it, right? If he loses... He's going to lose the title and then wrestle again the next night as without the title in his hand? No way. Yeah. No chance. That's, that's no. true, though. WWE wouldn't... They wouldn't give us that visual. They wouldn't take away that visual no. of him with both titles on Sunday. And that's Rock, never going to happen. That, and I appreciate Rock what you did right t- there because that's for the video package. Like, he kind of come out with both titles for that Cody match. Yeah. And and The Rock with the title, I just don't see it happening. No, no. The Rock's not... No, no. I wasn't Rock. saying he loses to The Rock. In both scenarios, he beats The Rock. This but is just about last match, guys. But it's okay. just about if he faces The Rock on Saturday and then beats The Rock, then he goes into the Cody match looking super unstoppable. Or if he loses to The Rock, or if he loses to Cody on Saturday, then he goes into that Rock match looking vulnerable. And then he looks vulnerable for the Rock-Roman match on Sunday. I, I cannot even predict the goosebumps that will be occurring when you see The Rock face-to-face with Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania. That is going to be one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling. And I'm not even saying it's like a Mount Rush for me, okay? I'm not even the biggest rock guy. Oh, but, but it will be, when you feel those feelings, it will be top tier. Yes, that is a all-time highlight real moment for in the history of wrestling. The oh, Rock yeah. and Roman Reigns face-to-face at oh, WrestleMania, yeah. maybe they do the Hogan Rock side, you know, look to the side at the crowd thing. I just, you know, it's going to be a moment. It's going to be something. 
<laughs> it will that it will absolutely be one hundred percent something. It's gonna be. I think we need another word for because that's gonna be more than something. Who do we get? Do we get Austin Theory versus Cena at Mania? Like we were supposed to get it at Money in the Bank or wherever that whatever that was. Do we get? Do we get a? Do we get John Cena at WrestleMania this year? I think we do. I think we I think we Cena do. I think we do. How could Mr. Hollywood himself? How could Mr. That's the thing. That's the thing. But it would be so. interesting because he would presumably be in an attraction spot well below the Rock and Roman, which is interesting when you think about his history with both, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he was the man for both the Rock and Roman and in this case He'd be with Austin Theory an hour earlier. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's it is interesting. But well, Cena not even on the same day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, but then Cena will still at some point get his last match too, where he'll main event again. Yes, of course. I would imagine that happens also in the next couple of years, right? Yes. Yes, I do think this is it though for the Rock. This is the Rock's final final. Oh, match. It has to. Be. It has yeah. to be. Either we've yeah. seen it or this will be the one. Yeah. And I hate to think that we've already seen The Rock's uh, final match. There's no chance. No. You'll never see Triple H, which is upsetting to me because he's one of my all-time favorites. That Um, one's That's sad. You know, this is it. Once you, you know, The Rock is, there's no more Rock. You know, I I don't, maybe we get one more Goldberg match. You know, not that I need to feel like I need to see that, but maybe we get one more. You got no more Triple H, no more Austin, no more Undertaker. Well, you buy, do you know no more Austin? I, I think yeah, that's that true. Probably, we we don't know. That was probably it, you guys. Don't you think? He looked really good, though. He, he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want to go cash in or just one one quick Saudi check. Maybe. Yeah, according Maybe. to Brett, those guys are getting like three, four million for like ten minutes of work in Saudi Arabia. That's what Brett said. <laughs> that's what he said. He was uh he was talking about Goldberg, of course, and um he mentioned uh-huh. how like. He feels some type of way that Goldberg can go over there and make like three or four million for 10, 10 minutes of work and never hit him up and said, Hey, let me let me send you something since I ended the- <laughs> Do we see the bloodline break up at WrestleMania? I was just thinking about where the bloodline will be at WrestleMania. Like when Roman comes out, right now, when Roman Reigns comes out, he is flanked by Paul Heyman. The honorary Oos Sami Zayn, Solo Sikoa, whose interview I recommend listening to from last week. One of the great interviews. Fantastic work. Thank you. Thank you. And the Usos. Okay. That's who he's. My question for you both is I'll start with you, SGG. When Roman Reigns comes out at WrestleMania, is he flanked by this group? And if not, what members of this group is he with? He will for sure. I think I think that The Rock is going to be with the Usos or the Usos will just be absent entirely. And then Roman will be with Heyman, the master strategist, Sami Zayn, and Solo Sokoa. Wow. And the Usos not involved. And the Usos them, not involved. Dip? I feel like um, Sami Zayn is headed into a program with solo Sokoa at some point um and i think the only one missing from from the from the the bloodline at wrestlemania is Sami Zayn. i think the rest of them you know all are holding up titles um, and sammy at that point is maybe with ko maybe having a match that night with the usos or something like that or against with- the against the usos or against yeah. solo yeah that's what i predict but um, I think they're really going to pull out all the stops. I know we say it every year, and they 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 make they, they, they do stack <laughs> they stack these they stack these cards every year. But WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles with The Rock is going to be just the highest level of mage. How disappointed would you or should we be if The Rock does not wrestle at WrestleMania? Like if we get no Rock, eh? We don't get it. We don't get it. <laughs> I wish him all the best. But uh, <laughs> I would be bummed, though. I, we I am should get it, though. We good. should get it. It's going to happen. How could they not? You know, everyone wants that. The, the, the wor- a world in which he doesn't end his career with a match, it's not possible. Yeah, he literally, his, his entire identity as a human being 
is that he is a professional wrestler. He yeah, and he's he's so also important. he's he's also watching and tweeting and Instagramming and you know his he's got a show on network television about his about wrestling. You know he's uh, he's you know he he's voicing tales from the territories. I mean the man can't he can't get enough. <laughs> that, that's a great point. And he'll be back. That the the Young Rock is back in a moment. Was it November fourth, I believe? Yeah, early November. And remember, it also last year teased a match with Roman Reigns. It did, which I can't believe they even they even did that. Um. Yeah, me neither. Now, Dipperstein, we really appreciate that in this challenging, challenging cheap heat era. I mean, it's an important, vital cheap heat era, but a challenging Dipperstein life era where you're maginting around. You have you have lunches where you have to order the salmon tartare capaccio caprese salad with arugula. You still make time to talk wrestling with us, and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you appreciating it, honestly. I mean, how how much salmon carpaccio tartare albacore cauliflower sashimi <laughs> can I have? <laughs> I have to get this permanently right. It's it's albacore carpaccio truffle truffle. No, it's oh, is it truffle first though? We gotta get this right. Tru- you can do truffle first. The truffle. Albacore, the truffle albacore carpaccio tartare, crispy onions. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. Um, we're gonna wrap it this week. You know why? I know what you're saying. No black power rankings. No, no mailbag. You're just gonna talk wrestling and leave. That's right. That's right. Because I have new equipment and it's not officially set up properly yet. So, uh, <laughs> without our features this week, but. Um, a somewhat light mailbag this week as well. Like there was cool stuff in there, but you know, I'm looking for those those heaters. Either people who want to attack Dipperstein or SGG or make recommendations on future schmears that I should be coming out with. Email us, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com, and we will be back again next week. You two do me a favor and uh, take it easy. And when it, like my doormat says, stay made. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mutt, 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 mage.